Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. Salty Cova, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Samantha from Salty Fucking Cova in the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's our studio audience. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I just received a bouquet of flowers right I know. now. And I know. Panties. Nowhere. I see panties. Yeah. I see a bra. Holy shit. Size double Z. Oops. Thank you. Can Thank I get you. that back? Oh, I, sorry. Uh, it's very expensive. Here, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. It says Fredri- <laughs> Fredericks on it, so it's probably custom made. So I'm just going to give that back to you. <laughs> Anyways, dude, fuck yeah. I'm, I think we're both really stoked to have you. I mean... The universe tried to stop you from coming. Hey. About eight times. Yes. Yes. And I was like, this is, we are making this happen. You're like, should we do a Zoom? I'm like, no, I'm going to be there no, in person. Zoom. We are oh, persistent. Oh, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Because we were yeah. like desperate to talk to you. Totally. Totally. And I was like, this is going to happen. It will happen. The mom life just, you know, yeah. it, 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 it takes you, but I'll, I'll make it work. I'll make Dude, it, work. it, it trips me out that you're a fucking mom. Yeah. Same. You say like it's a trip. It is a trip. And you're, I was saying earlier, your oldest looks like your boyfriend. Like what the fuck? Yes. Not to be weird. No. Yeah. He is a very <laughs> older looking uh, gentleman. He's going to be 17 on Monday. But, you know, my mm. genes are very um, potent. Mm hmm. So my son is gorgeous because, Ooh. you know, hello. Nice. Say because I'm gorgeous. Because I'm gorgeous. Okay. The tree, mama. Okay. The tree. <laughs> My fruit, my <laughs> loins came through. Okay. Oh, can, can you adopt us? <laughs> yes. That's why I asked you, can you be my mama? Yes. Yes. Okay. I will, I'm welcoming all the children right now. <laughs> yeah, because she already got a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, y'all crazy. I love that one. Love all that right, one. we're done. Bye, guys. Just Bye. kidding. <laughs> That's the end of this podcast. Check next week. For more horror. Is that how we sound? No. <laughs> no. I just, this is the personality. This is number uh, one coming out. I'm telling you. Okay, it everybody listening, apparently she has 13, so there's one. <laughs> By the way, everybody listening, fucking Salty Kova, tell us about your band. She's the lead singer of this dope fucking local punk band. I am What's up? just screaming into a mic <laughs> because I am very angry how society has treated me. Yep. And I am here to tell you all that you can fucking suck it. Yeah. And that Basically. girls rule and that our vaginas rule and we create life. Yeah. And what have you fucking done today? Oof. That's that's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much my uh, you know, you know just the creation behind Salty Cove and why I'm in the mic and I It's so true. If nobody if for you listening, if you've never been to a Salty Cova show. First of all, where have you been? that is what it's all about and it is fucking honestly like i think when was the first time i saw you guys i can't remember 
But I just remember being my first blown time was away. in a, a in BP Baldwin Park. Yes, I was about to say. I think it was at the Mo- Saint Moth Brewery. Was that my first time though? I don't know. I don't know, but that that, that was a fun show. That we're, show was rad. We yeah. were actually just talking about maybe starting trying to do another show there, but because of what's been happening in mm-hmm. in Earth, I <laughs> Earth. don't know. Yeah, in Earth. I don't know if um, that company is still around. I got to hit them up and see if they are. Hopefully um, they made it, you know, and if they have, I'm sure they'll be welcoming to have another Salty Cobra show. Hey, maybe the Rukas can play with you guys too. We did play together. We did. That was an amazing show. Dude, the first ever Rukas show, when was that? September of 2019? It was 1967. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was a fucking fun show. It was. It was fun. It was very un unexpected like the location yeah, yeah. yeah you could totally like film a movie there yeah like a punk rock movie there uh-huh. it's like this is the scene yeah grimy dirty punk rock <laughs> like that's exactly what's basically together. sweaty uh, sweaty armpits that, you know like, that spot was like packed to capacity they did like, such a was, good job that was a trip we had, you, we had salty cobo at yeah. stormhouse they were fucking cool too. stormhouse was amazing i just yeah. saw some of stormhouse's new um I want to say promotion pictures. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you, lead singer, you look amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Beautiful. I yeah. was like, that fit? I yeah. need that fit in my life. She's but, dope. Yeah. Speaking of fits, you're a fucking fashionista yourself, okay? <laughs> Your outfit today alone. <laughs> yes. You were walking up the driveway, and I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> let me tell you guys what she's wearing real quick. <laughs> we're in the dark right now, so let me see if I remember. She's wearing overalls, but very cute stylish overalls you not really no pull Ronald. this look off it's pretty impressive yeah not no fucking <laughs> mcdonald fucking e-i-e-i-e-i-o shit I like mean. cute overalls with a really cute like ringer t-shirt a leopard print beret mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. with a cute little chain with little pins on it on but it, yeah. one of the pins has a cute chain across her forehead okay how about them and then, hold up i was getting there <laughs> Then she has some dope ass striped Halloween socks. Yes. Oh, I didn't catch those. Yeah, dude, I noticed that. One dollar socks. Ooh. One dollar, okay. $1. And then some really cool purple chanclas, yes. like slides. Yes. You're just like, yeah. you know, it's that Cali life. That's just how you're a whole vibe, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you that. You are so fierce. Yeah. Thank you. She was walking up and I said, fuck, she's wearing her chanclas. I'm going to put mine on. And I put them on. <laughs> Yeah. I have them on right now. Hey, that's I just feel comfortable with you. I just feel comfortable with you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be comfortable too. You I'm know? glad. Like, Welcome to our cave. Yes. yes. This is literally our cave. It is I a cave. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm. And we are very happy to have you here. Mm-hmm. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. I appreciate it. But yes, fashionista, what did you say earlier? About, About my your job. outfits. My, my outfits? What did you say? Oh, how you're a It really spoke to me. Which one? Oh, wait, I forgot. Tell you me. Something... Um, you don't, you're Oh, what is it? Okay, when it comes to f- just an outfit for me, uh-huh. I'm not going to let the outfit wear me. I'm going to wear the outfit. And yeah. if the outfit is wearing you, you need to be conscious of that and just take the outfit off and then, yeah. you know, re-strategize the outfit. But yeah. I'm always all about that. You know, you don't want to look like a person walking in that's on a hanger. And sometimes, I'm sorry, but people do. They do walk in and I'm just looking at them and I'm like, you look like a hanger. Like in Beetlejuice, you know, like the person like hanging, like, and yeah. they're like flat. Yeah. Okay. 
some people look flat to me when they're walking into certain places and they look like literally a hanger is on their back and they're just wearing this outfit because the outfit is wearing them. Yeah, they, they're not like really... Uh, they're not confident. They're not yeah. comfortable. They're not confident and they're not comfortable. And you need to be as comfortable, I feel like, like when you're naked. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes people don't feel comfortable when they're naked. You should re reevaluate that, maybe revisit that and try to be comfortable when you're naked. Because mm-hmm. that's really, I feel like, when you get your style. Because you're like, damn, I feel so comfortable in this. Hmm. You know you what? Know? I'm going to need all of that, like, on a poster. <laughs> Wasn't that so good? Right, and I'm going to put that in my closet. That you know, was so next so time I'm, I'm getting dressed, I got to feel myself. You just, you, you know, know, it's. But it, after reading that, it makes me want to wear a muumuu. It <laughs> makes me. Hey, yeah. whatever makes you feel comfortable. And if you work that muumuu, you work that fucking muumuu. Hey. You put those slides on, you put those Halloween socks on, you roll. That or my, my Superman snap? outfit, right? I'm snapping <laughs> for you. <laughs> really, really. Like, I, I love the fact that one thing in history, right? Like, one of the many fashion fuckies in history. I love the story about Marilyn Monroe Tell us. wearing the potato sack. You guys know about that, right? Tell us. It was like this big frenzy, right? Because everybody was so upset that Marilyn Monroe was this woman that was showing off her figure. Mm-hmm. That's what it was about. Mm-hmm. It was about her pointy tits and her fat ass. You know, people were offended. Mm. Women shouldn't look like that. Women should be skinny, right? This is society talking and she heard, she was hearing, she, I, I feel like Marilyn Monroe was an artist. Very, she was born ahead of her time, 100%. Um, she should have been born in this era, I think. This would, era would have probably fit her more, um, artistic-wise. And she said, you know, she got letters, she was getting actually fan mail, or hate mail, let me say. Hater mail mm-hmm. from a lot of people. And they were like, you know, you could wear a potato sack and you would, you would look like a slut, like a hussy. Jeez. You know, Jeez. and she's like, you know what? You're fucking right. I would. <laughs> so that fucking badass bitch did a photo shoot with the potato sack, and she looks fucking gorgeous in every picture. No way! I don't think I've ever heard. We're gonna of need that. to post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's up. a beautiful statement, it I think, is. because that is the literally is what I'm saying. You are, you know, what you fill. Yeah. And she was filling her oats in that potato sack, yeah. like. You know, she looks like a pinup, gorgeous model in a $50 million potato sack. That's what she looks like. Yeah. I'm trying to give me some of them potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm about to Amazon Prime that shit. Yeah. You're like, I need that potato sack. And it's just, she just has a potato sack with a little, um, like, skinny rope around her waist, you know, and just cinching her a little bit. And she has some heels on and she just is doing her pinup poses and she looks marvelous so wow shout out to marilyn Rowe. yeah seriously poor girl yeah um beautiful beautiful every i swear everyone if you don't have haters you ain't doing it right Mm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. that's really what it is it's it's everybody there's always one at least it's i think what it is it's these people that are imagining themselves as you and there are some people that have it, and then there are some people that don't, you know? And I think the people that don't, there is some people that just hold on to that hope, which is great, you know? Like, a great dream, a great goal to have. But some people just don't have it. That's just this is the bottom of the line. I've seen performers and artists, you know, and they really try their all, and they put everything they can into it, and, but 
you can see it as yeah. an outsider yeah. watching the bigger picture. And you're just like, you just don't have that. Maybe yeah. try something else. Yeah. Or maybe you're you're meant for something else. But they're, you know, you can't tell humans mm-hmm. <laughs> what to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go out and do what they're going to do. And, you know, they some own it and some don't. It's a vibe, dude. And if you it don't, if, the, if you don't give off that vibe, you're not doing it right. And yeah. I want to just say that you personally give off that fucking vibe. Okay. Thank you so I much. mean, you're a performer. You for sure. are very entertaining. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And I got to just say, I love, I think one of my favorite things about you is when you're screaming, your vein and your neck pops out oh, and it's you. so fucking rad. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I remember <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that sounded weird no. or what, but I don't no. even care. <clears throat> I know what you're I remember about. when I noticed it, I was like, fuck yeah, she is like giving it her all. She mm. is feeling this mm-hmm. because that vein ain't lying oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. It was screaming with you. Oh, totally. It probably so, had its own little outfit yeah, it did. and it, little it like looks, shoes and everything. It a potato it's a sack, maybe? <laughs> overalls. <laughs> yes. Overalls with the sliders. Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. Super cute. Yeah. I, sorry. Oh, nice. That, that was, was a burp from my truly, from my six truly. Um, they're very like um, bubbly. So the burps are very foamy. Just, yeah. you know, everybody listening out there. I apologize for that. <laughs> You're welcome. They're not crispy burps. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually love my veins now. When yeah. I was younger, I was very self-conscious of them. I oh. actually have like a Julia, what I call, well, actually not even me. My grandma is the one that pointed this out. Mm-hmm. I have a vein in my head. That looks like the same vein as Julia Roberts. Ooh. If you guys ever seen Julia Roberts perform, I'm sure a lot of you have. Pretty Women. Yes, and yes. That's the only movie I know her from. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Runaway Bride. There's other, a lot of other movies. Erin Brockovich. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. She has this vein that people have called her out on. And I feel like it's like almost like a performance. Like she's giving it her all, exactly what you said. Yeah. That's when that vein is coming out. I have one in just like it you on my do. forehead. That's a con- concentration it's the, a, vein. Exactly. That is where all my energy is sourcing from yeah. and shooting out from. But yeah, I thank you for that compliment. It's I really, I really um, appreciate that. Good. I'm I glad. I didn't know how it would sit with you. <laughs> You're like, I was going to tell you anyways. Like, I don't give a fuck, but no. Because I've never told you that in person. And it just came to me right now. Like, you know what? Because I'm thinking of what I've enjoyed during your performances. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the music, everything. Shout out to Romeo, Jesse. Your outfits. Rob. Oh, yeah, your outfits are fucking Thank you. dope, Freddie. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, your outfits are always on point. I put my outfits together just so you know. I don't want any of the other band mates to take credit for that. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm sure, dear. (laughs) Can you please come dress us? Yeah, 120% anytime. Please dress us. Yes, yes, yes. I love um, all that fun stuff. It's just a big, fun activity for me. Yeah. And you're great at it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Amongst other things. And it really shows that you're having a good time. It's yeah. not forced. It's not like, oh, I'm here I to work. I love it. You're I'm, fucking natural. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've been doing this song and dance since I was very young. So I think at this point in my life, I was just like, you know, there was a lot of influence through older women that became successful when they were older. Mothers that became successful. I was really admiring those people at that time that I wanted to start the band. I was like, you know what? I was 28, 29 at the time that I was like thinking about it. 
And I just had, you know, heard all these stories like Betty Page, like she didn't start modeling until she was 30, you know. And there are people out there that didn't get into their niche until 30, 40, 50 years old, 60 years old. It's never too late. It's never never too late. Exactly. So this was a goal of mine probably since I was, I want to say, eighth grade. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I could say the same. Yeah. Yeah. Just one day I want to be. In a band, mm-hmm. you know, and I've tried to play the drums. I've tried to play guitar. I tried the instruments things, but it's very difficult for me because like I've shared with you guys, I am dyslexic. I have dyslexia. That does not help the frustration of yeah. trying to learn something because all these other people are like, why aren't you picking this up? Like I'm picking it up. And it's like, well, you know, I don't at the time that I was trying to learn all this stuff. I didn't know that I had dyslexia. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't I didn't know. I mean, I felt at this point, 90% of us have ADHD or ADD. So that was also a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm very fortunate to figure out that I can sing at this point and use that as my instrument. Yeah. Not a lot of people have that mm-hmm. um, privilege, you know, that mm-hmm. to have a voice. It's a gift. Totally. It is a gift. Yeah. Totally. It really is. Um, even, I mean, I've been playing guitar for years, so has Kat. And, That's um, awesome. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. But um so yeah, I mean, I've always picked up instruments pretty quickly. But like the whole voice thing, that's one thing that it's just it's so hard to do. It's and hard. I, I admire people like yourself that can do it so naturally. Totally. You know? So it, it's pretty amazing. Thank Especially you. screaming the way you do. Yeah, my wish. <laughs> Girl. A lot of years of screaming. <laughs> Let's just say that my karaoke song is a Bone Thug song. It yes. is. Hey, oh, I love me some Bone Thugs and right. Harmony. What's your okay. karaoke song? <clears throat> my to go to is probably um, I Will Survive. <gasps> what? Yeah, I am a disco loving bitch. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. A disco bitch. I, I, am I did not di- see that coming. Yes, I was <gasps> raised on a lot of disco. And, um, my cool. My parentals were disco bunnies is what I like to call them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they were like the last wave era of that new wave. Um, and they were like the elders, I guess. That when I was growing up, there were the elders that grew up out of that scene and were becoming parents, obviously. And... Um, they had a lot of parties, or I went to a lot of parties with them. And it was, of course, um, it was Latin, you know, Mexican parties. My dad, my stepdad was Guatemalan, so a lot of the parties were very fiesta. You know, we had a lot of fun partying from 2 in the afternoon to 4 o'clock in the morning. One was, right. You know you know how it goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. And it was disco mix and cumbia and banda. Like, that's yeah, just, dope. you know, we all know that life because yes. we all dance that dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love those mixes, but... My parentals were very into that. So I grew up on all that, like Motown, Marvin Gaye. You know, I maybe that's what helped me really elevate my voice when I was really young because mm-hmm. I used to sing all those songs, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. And then R&B became a big influence in my life, too, when I was in junior high. That was just the thing, you know. What, I, what, what songs? Give me what. Oh, come on, girl. I know. Oh, damn. We got What's some that? like Destiny's Child. Okay. I grew up in that, you know, in that. In that era where, oh, dude, we had we grew up in the same fucking era. Exactly, like, exactly, exactly. We same. saw all that, you know, what yeah. uh, that 
There was one group called SW something. I think SW. S Club. I think S-Club. it was S Club. Yeah. Dude, remember 3LW? Yes. Yeah. 3LW. From another th- three pretty little women or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Three little women. Yes. Three little women. Yeah. They're amazing. I loved all that whole R&B girl, R&B band yeah. era that happened. I was there for it. I was Speaking living of, for it. If you want to be my lover, mm-hmm. you got to get with my friends. I'm too Make shy. it last forever. Friendship never ends. Ooh, bitch. Mm. Can you start a band? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm here um, every Thursday. Dude, we should cover a, a Spice Girl song, but make it like punk. Wouldn't that be dope? Dude, that would be dope. I am 100% down for that. We should do that. Uh, Spice Girls. Like, okay, so here we go. Here's my story. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Every day would come with a, like an NSYNC shirt or like mm-hmm. a Backstreet Boys like folder yeah. and like, oh my God, Justin Timberlake, oh my God, whatever. Nick Lachey. All the boys, yes. Yeah. And I would come to school and be like, girl power motherfuckers. Yep. <laughs> Woo! Like fucking, you know, throwing on my peace signs, have my blah, blah, soda blah, shoes uh, on. Soda shoes. I'm like, what's up? You know, and I, it was so. <laughs> That is dying right now. It was so funny because I was like, I felt like the only one that was on that vibe. Like, yeah. I'm like, I was not into boys at that time in my life. I was not horny for boys. I was just horny for <laughs> good music at that time and SpaghettiOs and okay. fucking cartoons. Ravioli. That's what I'm talking about. And Hot Pocket. Okay. Hot Pocket. Uh, what was the other one? The little tiny Ooh, pizza bite? Pizza bite. Pizza bagels. Ooh. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. With lemon and Hot Lucas. Cheetos Remember inside Lucas? your chimichangas. Mm. Oh, Ooh, fuck. bitch. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was the era of all that. That food era and the Spice Girl era. Just yeah. Mesh. Hand it in meshed. hand. Yeah. Hand in hand. I so, was that bitch. So normally, um, you know, every group of girls, they were like, oh, I'm this Spice I'm so Girl. And so. Right? I was always sporty. So was Kat, I guess. I was okay. too. But she grew up to be ginger, obviously. Just because I have red hair. Yeah. But it ain't even natural red. And you're hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. You think ginger's the hottest? Everybody yes. knew ginger was the hottest. Yeah. Come on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I had no, no idea. No, you know what? I didn't even know. I was so pissed at her for a long time. I know you were too because she left. I think, yes. Friendship. Of course, of course friendship we were. Forever. Friendship forever. And then, actually, I recently <laughs> watched a documentary uh-huh. on their, all their, sh- all their sprill, all their tea. And what it was doc? What, what is it? All the cheese? I will send it to you. It, it's, it's a recent doc. I want to say from 2019. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, and Ginger spills it. Like, she talks about the pressure and how, basically, it's like, this is how it was. There was a band formed. Mm-hmm. everybody thought they were their own person. And at the end of the day, the fans make you who you are, right? Uh-huh. And Ginger had the most fan base, and that's what it was. And Mel C, right? Mel, no. Mel, 40? Mel B, I'm so sorry. Mel B was not having it because oh. Mel B felt like she brought more to the table. And I think <gasps> not more to the table like being conceited, but more to the table like, like, um, diplomatic wise i want to say she was like the one that was like kind of had a control issue okay she realizes it now that she's older that she did have some control issues i can see that she admits okay. it well that's big and of her yeah totally to they're they're all older they're yeah. all moms yeah. pretty much 
they've lived and they've grown mm-hmm. and that's what you should do as a person you should grow and if you're not growing you need to reevaluate yourself like right away yeah word you don't feel like you're different from last year or two years ago then you need to read Even a book just a year something. ago seriously oh For yeah real. six months bitch i feel like <laughs> i peeled some onion skins off okay. my shit yeah 100 percent. yeah dude okay. So, I need to watch that. Yeah, it's, I will send it to you. I was, it was really Please. good. I want to say it was like a little over an hour and a half. Okay. And it's all of them. It's all of them talking their truth. Dang. And we all know that Mal C had the voice oh, in the 100%. band. Thank mm-hmm. you for we that. All, yes. Yeah, we all talk. I mean, they talk about that, like how her voice is just like crazy amazing. Uh, and <laughs> everybody else in the background was, you know, they were good. They were good, except Posh. <laughs> Except oh. posh, but her little Gucci dresses. Hey. Her little she brought Gucci the style. Dresses. She was cute. She, she was did. Cool. Hey, but do you know what she ended up wor- uh, wearing? What the what? little Gucci dress? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I fell for that one. So I'm like, what did she wear? A potato sack. <laughs> Taking it back, baby. <laughs> Wait, bringing okay. Back. So we were talking. Speaking of bringing it back, uh-huh. we we're talking about how every girl. Oh, yes. Was saying who they were. Uh-huh. Oh. Right? So I actually really like your answer because oh, I've yeah. never heard that one before. Oh, yeah. I was saying that, you know, Monday I was Baby Spice and by Friday I would be Sporty Spice. Yeah. I was every Spice Girl during uh-huh. the week. Like, there was no yeah. um, containing my um, creativity or style at that point in my life. And I was in probably third grade, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, go, having my grandma take me. Am I, you know, bless her heart my grandma she really you know from a woman being from the past she really was like approving of my going to the mall so much you know so she would take me to the mall my poor grandma she would sit outside hot topic she would not walk (laughs) into hot topic and this is hot topic when the devil story this is when they had the big metal iron gates with the yes with the torches on the side with the little gargoyle looking over you and shit and you're like i'm about to go into the witch store grandma i'll be back i'll be back i know it's all rap shit exactly now it's all it's mtv owns it actually now so that's why it's all like that i did not know that yes fucking mtv mtv bought hot topic I want to say maybe four years ago, five years ago. It had been longer than that. So, Mm. yeah. So they have nothing but like Jersey Shore shirts. It's just, it's just whatever hot, you know, whatever MTV is. Dude, but remember when it was all like creepy like that? Yes. I'm so glad that we lived in that era. Me too. That was pretty cool. Me too. I even remember the little emo listening section (laughs) that they had. How about when you put the headphones on? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. You put the headphones on. It's like. Press this button to hear AFI's like latest release and Chemical Romance. Uh And I'm just like, wow, this is is really happening. We're really having a store with all this stuff, which was awesome. I'm Mm -hmm. listening for free. Yes, listening for free. (laughs) You know, I heard their CD before you did to all your friends because we all went to Tower Records. Oh, yeah. We'd have to wait in line to Uh get the fucking Selena album Mm -hmm. like I did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing because you guys were there, too. I got mine at the swap meet. She got, she got Belina. She got Belina. Hey, that shit was so funny. Hey, that shit was good still. It was a mix, okay? It was a mix. It was a recording of a recording, but I still heard it. (laughs) Oh my God, I tell my son about that all the time. Do you guys remember when we used to set up our voicemails? Oh, shit. And be like, this is the the drop. This is the song of the week. Yes. And then I'll run to my, you know, 106.1, whatever, uh, fucking hip hop lives, la, la, la. And then I play it, you know, record my little, like, message. Uh-huh. And like, hey, this is Sammy. Thanks for calling. Leave a message when you hear the beat. Boop. 
beep, you know, whatever. <laughs> that was so good. I just want to say it, that wasn't only me. I know it was a lot no. of you guys yeah, out there too. So sure. I'm looking at you. Everybody's yeah. laughing. Like the people who did it around our age, 30 to 35, uh-huh. y'all did it. And you guys oh, are yeah. laughing right now. Oh, like, yeah, I did fucking off. do it. You know, no, exactly actually, Mar, Mar probably yeah. did that shit too. Like, oh, yeah. you know, you know did. Mar did that shit for sure. Her little gangster But then ass. we evolved to ringtones. Yes. Or how about the callback or whatever, the ringback tone? Hell yeah. yeah. And, oh then, my God, and then when it expired, that. it turned like to a fucking orchestra song. Yes. It sounded like, um, like waiting music classical, in an elevator. Like a classical yes. song. I totally forgot. Some bitches still have that. Like, how do you take that off? <laughs> so like, I still pay for it $1.99 a month on my Verizon bill. <laughs> it's worth it. It's but, worth it though. Hey, but you, you're real happy listening to you calling me right Right? Now, so. Exactly. Right. welcome. Be like, you don't have to hear that damn ring, bitch. You get to hear this fucking badass ludicrous song. <laughs> I do Roll love me up. some ludicrous. Yes. <laughs> and for a minute, you're like listening. You're it. like, hell yeah. And, and then, then you the get answer. pissed when they answer. Yeah, you're like, motherfucker, that was my jam. <laughs> fucking tease. <laughs> Why don't you let me really fucking take advantage of that dollar you're spending? Right, exactly. Let me listen to the whole song. Yeah, I'll call you back. Yeah. I'll call you back, but don't answer. Yeah, okay? don't answer the phone. You're gonna ruin it. But don't text me until after nine. <laughs> oh damn. After nine. Or when you text from your mom's phone, don't text back. It's not my phone. Yeah, exactly. At the end, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm gonna meet you at that place at nine thirty. But don't text back because this is my back. mom's phone. And then you okay? delete the message. Yeah, so your mom will see it. Oh damn, we're Sorry, guilty. <laughs> We are guilty. We are guilty. I used to take my grandma's car. I know. I was really young. I might be like, Grandma, Grandma. And she wouldn't say anything. I would boop, take her keys, get in the car, go to McDonald's, you know, hang out with my friends, smoke a blunt, go back home. In that order? In that order. Hmm. In that order. And then I'll be hungry again by the time I go home. All right. See? And Grandma. You see? Grandma, I'm hungry. I'm ready for dinner. All faded? Look at all faded. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Dude, 90s kids are fucking cracking Dude. up right now. I swear. I remember yeah. one time. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. There was one time where I was getting high in my room. And, um, you know, it was this really nice royal kush blunt that my friend saved for me. Ooh. So I'm like, fuck yeah, it's midnight. You know, so I'm smoking because my parents are sleeping. Or at least I thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just smoking a blunt in the room like, like everyone's asleep. Holy. And then my mom comes in. She's like... <laughs> like it smells like skunk i was like oh, oh yeah the the window's open and i think i saw one like running <laughs> running past my window it was crazy Bitch. mom it was crazy i saw she, its tail and everything <laughs> your mom's like Isn't that funny moms always say that it smells like skunk my mom says that too i'm like mom you know damn well yeah you know damn well that, that ain't, ain't no skunk no. i know you smell the blimp right yeah. too <laughs> Oh man! Smells like great. I think I, she was just trying to hold back her laughter more. Totally, because she's like, "You're fucking stupid." Totally. Like, oh my god! Well, I, I, love I think it. I told my grandma they were incense smell. <laughs> I was like, "Grandma, I bought the wrong incense. These are Bitch. adult incense. Obviously, <laughs> they smell like marijuana." Look, look, I'm nine years old now. Okay, grandma. <laughs> but let's move on with this one. Um, we sent you two questions yes. that we've been asking every guest of season two. Yes. I mean, what are we on? Three? Mm-hmm. Season three. Season three. Two and three. Yeah. Liz yeah. can ask the first one. Go for it. All right. Here I go. Question number one. If you're on death row or on your deathbed, what would you choose as your last meal? Woo. Damn. Uh, 
Um, one would probably for sure be like freshly made spaghetti. Mm. I don't know if you guys ever had fresh noodles, but no, they make you feel like every noodle that you eat after that is trash. Really? Yeah. No joke. And I'm a SpaghettiOs girl right here, baby. Like, since fucking... Hey, this is a drinking game. Every time she says SpaghettiOs, take a fucking shot. <laughs> hey. It's about five shots by now. <laughs> I haven't had SpaghettiOs a long time, so I'm craving. You know I haven't I mean? either. I, mm. I try not to because they're, they're not great for you, you they're know? Not, but they're so, so good. Yes, they're, they, un, they unlock a childhood memory that mm-hmm. it's like, here's the key. It's SpaghettiOs. It's yeah. like a can of SpaghettiOs. I'm going to go get, buy a can. One I, can. I will buy... I, sneak one into my shopping cart and okay. then my husband judges me and he's like really <laughs> this yours i'm like that's for the baby you're it's all, one look you're away. all what i'm like why who put that there who, what the fuck disgusting and then i scan it <laughs> <laughs> put it in my purse <laughs> it's for hazy chaos <laughs> <laughs> just blame us man that's what i'm gonna say fuck I, it. i'm gonna have like a six-pack coming over shit we're gonna fuck. We'll be chugging those lives. We're gonna get <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I gotta talk to you guys after this for the the other one. Yes, I'm down for I that. Have, we'll, no, we'll I have a good idea right now. Okay, anyway, so it's fresh spaghetti, it's fresh spaghetti mm-hmm. for sure. Um, probably a side of spaghetti is just to top it off to be like, <laughs> to be like, this was trash. Another shot, you guys, and this was not <laughs> trash. And then for my drink, mm-hmm. probably a Shirley Temple. Aww. That's like my jam. That's my so jam. Fresh spaghetti, mm-hmm. a side of spaghettios, and a Shir- Shirley Kemp. Tem- I can't even speak. It's okay. <laughs> a Shirley Temple. A Shirley Temple. Yes. Okay. I think that would, and probably like a fat fucking chunk of chocolate. Maybe a box of C's chocolate, actually. Because I am a fucking sucker for C's chocolate. Like really? fruity. Like anything fruity filling chocolate. Oh. That's my name. Fruity, fruity filling chocolate. That is your name. That's my stage name. That's your porn name. Mm. <laughs> that's, my, that's my porn name. For sure. Fruity, fruity filling chocolate. See, I was I'd looking at... <laughs> <laughs> I would watch you that any chocolate <laughs> at the same time. And fruit. See, I was at the store and I was like, Kat, like, what kind of snacks does she like? You know, so I was like, you said chocolate. I was like, there's so many options. Yeah. I was looking at the donuts. I was looking at cheesecake. I was looking at brownies. I was looking at. That's chocolate. Like, that is my, it could be any kind of chocolate. And I'm like impressed with you. Mm. I um so like chocolate cake, chocolate cheesecake. I do like chocolate cake. I don't like cake. So for okay. my birthday, I'll have pie. This oh, is an, a, a weird fact about me. What kind of pie? Um, I like fruit pies. So apple, cherry, blueberry, mm. banana. banana cream pie is my Ooh, jam. That's yeah. actually like a tradition in my family. I we have it. banana cream pie for Thanksgiving every year. How about oh, yeah. coconut cream? Coconut cream is good too. I like lemon meringue for my husband because yeah. he's the lemon boy. So I have forced myself and forced my palate to enjoy the lemon meringue pie for my husband. Okay. I'm like, it's pie. It's fine. It's fine, brain. Just accept it, brain. Just accept it. I like pie. I like pie. But I had so much cake when I was growing up. You guys all know what the cake I'm talking about. The cake that we all had at the parties. The nasty one? The nasty one with all the fucking crazy frosting that would give us pretty much a brain freeze from the sugar. (laughs) Yeah. And had the clown holding the balloons. You know what I'm talking about? I I know exactly what you're talking about. We had so many cakes. I had so many cousins. 
How many cakes? Because we and Mexican. Because we fucking Latin as fuck in this bitch. And you know that during the summertime, why is everybody born during the summertime? Why are we having 13, 15 parties during the summer? Okay. I don't know. I am a child. I'm just going to eat the fucking cake. There's so many summer babies. Oh. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, parents are, let's just not even say parents, humans in general are obviously going to fornicate during the seasons that have alcohol and holidays. Yeah. You know, that's just. How it goes. Well, my parents, their anniversary is on Valentine's Day. So oh, cliche. So, so that's cute. why I'm a Halloween baby. Okay. It was like. It, well, that worked out very well. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. yeah. I was praying that my little one, my youngest, was an October baby, but he ended up being a November baby. But. That's cool. Scorpio? Scorpio. My Scorpios. first. My first that I have to deal with i guess you could say most scorpios i kind of scoot them out of my life i'm not gonna lie really hey i know don't be scooting me hey, nowhere hey, i'm older now i have growth okay bitch. i have growth now Sheesh. okay i'm just saying you hurt my heart <laughs> i'm a scorpio <laughs> i love you now obviously okay. i know how to tame you okay. and i know Only that one. wow i know that i have to give you a little bit of water because you're in the <laughs> desert a lot and you're like with your little tail and stuff, oh, you know. Fuck. I get it now. I it's working. It. I see you doing your thing, and she's <laughs> you like are taming all in love me. over here. I'm like, oh, she's like I fucking love her. It's I'm the water. Infatuated. It's yeah. the water. I am Earth. That's why. And you are Scorpion. You live on me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I am Earth. I'm the ground. I'm the dirt. I'm the poop grass. Stop it, pooper. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. That's why we. That like was to beautiful. Hang. Oh. You're welcome. Okay, that's it. Let's end this. That's that's the end of the podcast. That's karaoke. That was beautiful. Just kidding. Let's watch Pen Fifteen. I am totally kidding. Anyways, let me get back to my story. So Scorpio. Oh, my son. Okay. So my son was not born on Halloween, Uh which I hoped for, but Mm -hmm. he was born on Friday the 13th. Nice. Yeah. I was really. Hey, hey. there you go. Hey, exactly. I was very surprised. I I kept on joking with my. It's okay. She, get her down. Baby. She's Cooper, scratching down. her face on your drink. Get down. She, what she's doing is sharing her pheromones because I am worthy of oh. these pheromones. Oh my! Well, when and I'm like I'm feeling like a queen right now. Like this cat I mean. is is rubbing its. Okay, everybody <laughs> listening right now. If you don't know, cats carry pheromones in their cheeks. So if you have a cat or you, you know pass through a cat and see a cat one day they start rubbing their little cheekies on you on your clothes on your purse on your shoe guess what they are marking you what you are theirs now i like you and i will give you some of my pheromones that's what kitties are saying really what? yeah i didn't know that yeah. damn i'm marked fuck the fuck up she, yeah, yeah man I'm you her are bitch. you yes a hundred mm. when she's doing that when your cat him her they they are doing that they are marking you. They're saying, I love you and you belong to me. Wow, she loves you. Yeah, she does. I just want to make sure she didn't put that all over your straw, you know? It's fine. No, you know what? My cat. I am just one <laughs> of the, I am cat woman, bitch. Okay. You know, Batman. You better cat stop. Woman. You know what? You're reeling us both in right now. You know what you're doing. You, need <laughs> you know what stop. you're doing, girl. <laughs> are you trying to be our new best friend? And because it's working. working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I just, you know. Just hey. kidding, Mar. <laughs> oh, Mar, baby, I she's love like, you. <laughs> my best like, friend, she's very protective. I hear her sharpening her knives right now. She's like, what did you say, you fucking she, bitch? She's a fucking Capricorn, so well, she probably you know, Mar, is. maybe you should talk a little more about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing, girl. Love you. Don't my ass. Oh, Anyways. She's clean. You look so beautiful today. 
Poopy's cleaning her little face right now. Oh, pooper. Because she just distributed her pheromones. And is now that she, what yes, it is? Okay. Yeah, 100%. Cats are amazing Thank little you. creatures. Thank you. They are. They're amazing little creatures. <laughs> they're beautiful. They're so loving. So if I put my cheek up on somebody, that's... that's you are giving them... You're full pheromones, well, and you're like, that I a lot. own you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, mine. You, you walk in, and she's like rubbing her face on the TV. That's <laughs> my time, bitch. My TV time. The fuck oh, I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for the Netflix. Anyways, you guys are fucking funny. <laughs> Dude, this this question went way off. That was pretty but much I it. Love the it. Pasta. Um, <laughs> uh, Shirley Temple. And some chocolate for sure on the side. Oh, chocolate! If on it the doesn't side. have, it doesn't have to be a cake. It could be C's chocolate. But if yeah. they only have a cake, then I guess I'm Pie. like Matilda, fucking eating oh, a cake. Oh shit! No, no, chocolate no! You said C's cake. Now I'm not C's cake. C's candy. Chocolate. So I love C's yeah. chocolate. Right. Fruit filled C's chocolate mm. and a pie. Dude, Matilda cake. Oh my god! Dude, so that, instead of dude. bringing her flowers at her shows, please Ooh. bring her seeds candy. Yeah, exactly. Well, now we know. Yeah. Ooh, we're gonna charm the fuck out of you, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want the the candy, the oh, chocolate. Oh yeah. She's already oh, for yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like a little bit of sadness in the day, and I just pop open a chocolate, shove that bitch in my mouth, <laughs> and the serotonin <laughs> I get from that chocolate is just okay. It, nobody else can Superb. do that for me. Nobody. Nobody. No okay. human. I'm sorry. Sorry, so, humans. You can't be chocolate. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. <laughs> I'm Googling how to be chocolate. How to be a human chocolate. Tutorial. <laughs> tutorial. The tutorial on Pinterest. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I can't with this. And so, I know. Question. We're so... What? Where's the second question? Oh, yeah. Second question. Ooh, she's all... Where's the second... Jeez. <laughs> Oh, all okay. right. Mm-hmm. If you could bring any celebrity musician or artist back from the dead to hang out with them for a whole day, who would you choose and why? Woo, damn. That's a good one. That is a good one. And if you have multiple, hey, let us know. Damn, I'm like trying to think of somebody from the past. If Because if I was born, like not in their same lifetime, you know, but I can't. I mean, there is, but I can't. I just can't think of it. I'm buzzed right now. Um, <laughs> for sure, I think one artist that I always, not even, I just think about them all the time, honestly, and just, I just think, you know, I think about them and think about how they were treated a lot, and I'm just like, it flabbergasted me because we watched them literally perish in front of us. Which is Amy Winehouse is who I'm talking oh, about. I had a feeling. Fuck. Amy Winehouse. Um, I fell in love with her music out of, you know, as she came out, of course. We all did. She, her voice was hypnotizing and beautiful. And you're just like, God, how can, a, how can somebody sing like that? And it's like not a Mariah Carey sound, you know, because mm-hmm. Mariah Carey is like a one in a million thing. Christina Aguilera, same thing. Um... Spice Girls. Spice Girls is the same thing. <laughs> Selena. Sel- Selena's. Ex- no, exactly. Belina. Belina's is, is, you know. It's, <laughs> it's just the sound that they create, and you're just like, it's so beautiful. So to me, for me, it would she would definitely be one that I would at least want to just give her a good day. And like, what would you guys do? We would probably watch movies, for sure. Any movie that she would want to watch. 
I would just be like, let's watch it. You know, however many times you would want to watch it, let's uh-huh. watch it. Um, probably if they wanted to jam out, oh, because yeah. I think musicians just genuinely like to jam out just because they don't mm-hmm. even need to be creating a song. Yeah. They just like to do it. Um, I would Karaoke love to, yeah, just sing, yeah. just jam out with them and probably just hear, just hear them talk. I wouldn't want to tell them anything about myself. I would just want to hear them talk. Yeah. That's it. Amy Winehouse is definitely up there for me. Um, another one would probably be, damn, I resonate with Left Eye from oh TLC a lot. God. You know, she's you another know one that went too fast. You know, she had so much to offer in the world and she Dude. She left us too soon. She was woke as fuck. Did you see the documentary? I yes. didn't see the documentary because I'm probably too emotional. Dude, Oof. it Dude, remember when she died? I cried. I, I was cried a kid, too. but I, I and the same with Aaliyah. Yes. I cried and I'm a kid crying and I'm like, "Oh my god, like people die. <laughs> people die and they're not old. They're not old. Well, I already you can be any. I had already experienced exactly. Yeah. But the fact that they're you listen to them and they make you feel good. They make you feel ha- their music, mm-hmm. and now they're gone. It's like it's the saddest thing. Oh my god! It, it's, it's I want to say the most reality we can live is probably living through grief Dude. as a human, because no matter what type of human you are you're going to experience some type of grief. Yes. And I don't care if you're a sociopath or a narcissist. They still experience grief in some way or form. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the grief that we experience, but they do experience it in a different way and manner. Everybody experiences it. It is something that collectively as humans, I believe that we experience and we can resonate and that's music because mm-hmm. we do a lot of people sing about death through music mm-hmm. and we do understand those words because a lot of us either young or old i didn't i didn't personally experience a close death to me until i was in my 20s mm-hmm. for my through my family yeah you know and i've met people that have uh, had to deal mm-hmm. and look in the face of death pretty much very young and that is a a traumatic thing to live through i think that a lot of children get their childhoods ripped away from them because they have to learn to deal with this and we also come from from the generation of parents not teaching us emotions Mm -hmm. not teaching us how to deal with grief not they don't even know how to deal with grief yeah it's not even their fault it's 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 a long line of top behavior and you know it sucks that some children did have to grow up with knowing hey you know so and so died at and we're gonna have to go to their funeral i honestly think that if you are a parent now you should definitely teach your kid about death and life so they are ready to to process those things healthily through their lives not negatively through their lives because i think a lot of children what is happening to them is they're not understanding what's happening and the only thing that's going to make them feel good are things that aren't good for them yeah so they're going to go to those things constantly throughout their life 
we need to be more open with our children about death. We need to explain to them that it's natural. We need to explain to them that everything dies and that we are all part of a circle mm-hmm. and that nobody really dies. Nobody really dies. That's the cool thing I think about humans. We have an energy that lives on forever mm-hmm. through everything, every being, plants, yes. animals, surfaces, houses, everything, electricity. I I honestly think that. I yeah. really do believe in that. That's helped me through my grief. Same. Um, you know, that's a, actually, um, I mean, I don't mean to take it to a movie think. thing, but mm-hmm. like, that's actually why I really liked Coco. Mm. yes oh my or, god or Coco's even beautiful. soul like that yes because yeah. it is teaching children that it is okay to fill these feelings mm-hmm. because yes. it is natural it, it is a t- yes. it is natural then, girl yeah i know but that's also why we have this podcast why because we've had different experiences and not just <clears throat> scary encounters but like comforting encounters where you know we'll see relatives yeah maybe mm-hmm. somebody or feel them or smell them exactly. yes yes so yes. that yeah that just you know it all ties back to why we started this is because yeah they there's just such a just that, those like, feelings yeah just yeah. like totally yeah seeing people that have passed even now I don't and know. no it's hard going it back difficult. to what you said about parents teaching i think that's so important like it sounds very morbid. bold <laughs> and morbid <laughs> mm-hmm. But you guys, I was nine years old and I sat there and saw my nephew in a casket and I thought he was just sleeping because I didn't know better. Yeah. Nobody's explaining. I didn't know. I knew like my, my dad tried to sit me down and tell me what happened, but it just wasn't processing Totally. I was a, I was innocent. I was so pure. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was just It can like, also have to do with like the way they're explaining things and also all the hurt that they're feeling. Yeah. Totally. You know, yeah. and it's hard to explain something where it's like, you know what, you're a kid. I'd rather spare you, but yeah. at the end of the day it's like it's an, it's the sparing will catch up to the child. Exactly. And that's I mean, what's And you know hard. what? It caught the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um all my childhood I was very numb to it like okay, I'm alone now cuz I'm an only well, I'm, I have two sisters, but they're a lot older than me. They're 15 years older than me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was very... I Pretty was, much an only child. Yeah. And he yeah. was like my brother because he was a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So we it was always us, you know? Mm-hmm. So when he was gone, I was like alone. Yeah. And then we moved out here and I was really alone because I didn't know anybody. But um, but yeah, it was just a trip. Um, But then as I got older, all those emotions that I bottled up because I didn't understand how to express them Mm -hmm. or I didn't understand that it was okay to they all came out and I was um angry I was sad I was traumatized I was everything until this day I still feel that along with other things in my childhood but it it still follows me and it's still and I've come a long way I'm 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 okay for the most part but um I just feel like if it was if all this stuff nowadays was taught back then, mm-hmm. I would be a little bit better. A little easier you transition know, a little easier. for you. That's yeah. the thing, though. But it it's takes, okay. It takes, you know, years of moving forward. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's just, a trip. It's, you know. I think that <clears throat> we are a new generation of parents. I mean, I was talking to you guys about this earlier. We're a new generation of parents, and 
we are in touch with our feelings finally. And I think that's a beautiful thing. But what's scary is that we're the first generation Mm -hmm. to be feeling like this. And we are in such a shitty time at a shitty time. And we have no direction. Like we have no, we all want to swim up. We all are trying to swim up. Some people are swimming in circles. Some people can't see where they're swimming. Some people are swimming down and they think they're swimming up. That's how I see people every day. Great analogy. In life, you know, um, I hate water. Water is scary. I know. Same. Life is like water though. It's crazy. Um, And I just think that as a parent, I think that people need to stop romanticizing being a parent. I think that it's time for parents to wake up or people that are ready to be parents and realize that they're not only being a parent to have a baby shower and to take the pictures and to have the cute family moments. It's not even about that it has nothing to do with that it's not about the idea it has nothing to do with the idea all you're doing is projecting a picture to show people the level of happy you are and really what program it's a program and it's a it's a checkoff list almost it's weird it's crazy but i think what the checkoff list needs to be for parents of today is the emotions yeah we a lot of us especially latin pocs we got brought up in a lot of households of abuse, physical and mental abuse. If you didn't do something right, you were getting hit with a shoe, a belt, a cord, a hanger. That shit was not right, and that shit is not love. Your parents, you might even bring it up to your parents today, because I know I have brought it up to um, siblings, not even siblings, just cousins and stuff, and they say they don't, they don't remember it. And that shit trips me out, because I'm like, why do I remember it? And I'm sure the those parents, either they're repressing the fuck out of those memories totally. or they have some early Alzheimer's, like yeah. straight up. But I think it is time for us as parents to educate our children in death and make sure they know that mourning is natural. Grief is natural. It's a part of life. It's beautiful. It's not scary. I think we really do need to turn that leaf you know, our Western culture is just, it's weird about death. It's weird. And I know, you know, it connects to religion at the end of the day. Mm. I do not, um, con- you know, I'm not saying religion is bad or anything. Everybody has their own cup of tea that they drink every morning. Mm-hmm. But I think that the parents that are out there that have children now or you want to be a parent eventually, you need to understand that it isn't just cute wiping butts and it isn't just cute moments. Those moments are amazing. Don't get me wrong. They are the best moments. But everything else is nurturing and teaching that little human to accept things throughout their life and how they're going to react. You know what? I just read something recently. It's like... Before you decide to have a child, please keep in mind that you should heal yourself. A hundred percent. Before you have a child, because then they're going to have to heal themselves from you not being healed. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's it's just more like because your issues are going to project onto that child. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's just that whole cycle. It's a whole cycle. And it, you know, it has to do with 
poverty and it has to it sadly you know um comes Status. yeah it comes down to classes and the government and them you and know are you being successful like mm-hmm. are, are you, you up to our standards money? yeah it's standards are you Thank working you. enough yep are you giving us yeah? Are, oh. are you giving us enough hours of it's your never, life? It's never. I should already have a family by now. I had a family oh, at this fuck. age. Oh yeah, it's all that shit. Oh yeah. yeah, trust me. It's like I just read something the other day that said it's fifty three percent of of um you know people our age that are living with their parents right now, not by choice, not by choice. And yeah. this is sad. That percentage is actually higher than the Great Depression. No wow. way. Yes, that's scary and very sad. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, well, this whole virus thing. And, it, like, I mean, mm-hmm. being in California as well, it's just such a crazy... It's a crazy time it, to be oh alive. My God, it's fucking crazy. It is. And it is crazy. It's true. Like, um, you know, I was always... I mean, I was programmed... I mean, yes, I came out as being gay as, you know, uh, very early on. Mm-hmm. And my parents accepted it. But, like, I always thought, like, maybe I would like to have kids, right? But, like just hearing different perspectives as far as like what's going on in this world. And every day that I live in this world, it's just reason why you're just like, it's a huge risk. It's why it's like, it's like, I think that hmm, I think people that are having kids right now out of panic and fear. I mean, not saying that it's not a good idea. I mean, do you, you know, you got, you got plans. Like, if you're that's what's that's cool, yeah. Yeah, people have plans, and this, you know, situation happened. We have COVID on our laps right now. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you going to do as a parent to protect your child? Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Go ahead, everybody. Have your babies. Keep on doing your thing. You got plans. You're getting married, that's engaged, right. whatever. Keep on doing you. Keep on doing you. Go as, for your happiness. Yeah. Go for your happiness. Exactly. But remember, children are not pets. No, they grow up into human fucking beings, a person just like you that feels things, you. that hears things, that gets sad, that gets mad, that yells, that screams. It's normal. They are humans. Our job as parents is to navigate them in this world, help them, give them the tools, give them the knowledge, how to, you know, deal with certain situations, how to deal with people. How to their own emotions protect themselves? Own, yeah, a hundred percent. It's not just about you're gonna be a doctor. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. At zero months, you're looking at this baby and you're like, you're gonna be a doctor. That's your life. Sorry, mom and dad. I'm gonna tell you something right now. You want your baby to be something? They're probably not gonna be that. Yeah. You gotta flourish and make sure that that baby is gonna be the best human they're gonna be. That's really the goal. If they want to mm-hmm. be whatever they want to be support them they want to be a ballet professional fucking ballet artist support them (laughs) they want to be a comic book artist support them they want to be a drag queen support them Mm -hmm. yeah they can make money in those industries stop thinking that artists can't make money we are in an era where artists are making money stop putting your children down for a career path that they can probably see themselves happy that you don't understand and exactly. that you don't understand and it's okay that you don't understand it like let us, us teach you let us teach exactly yeah. let your child express yeah. why this makes them happy why they can see themselves successful in it why they can see themselves buying a house having a family with this type yeah. of 
career and give them support yeah. and give them support because that's how can you help how can you contribute so exactly how can so you motivate good. yes yeah. yes this yes. is a whole different vibe man be <laughs> the parent that you <laughs> always wanted well, right I'm gonna I'm switch it up a little bit yeah, and make so it a little funny let's because talk it. let's talk it there was one time where I had baby fever you know I was like mm-hmm. I would love to have a kid and that night I went to bed with those thoughts in my head right mm-hmm. and I had a dream I had a dream that I had a kid, like, no, well, like a baby. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Tripping out probably in your dream. I was like, what? Wait, where did did this baby come from? When did this happen? (laughs) I was like, I don't even remember. Totally. I don't remember my pregnancy. I wasn't even, what? Like, I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I can't even sleep. I wasn't even mentally prepared for this. Girl. It was so funny. (laughs) I woke up the next day like, oh. Sweating. (laughs) Like, where's the baby? Oh, Oh, it was just just a dream. (laughs) And then Pooper. Yeah, and then Pooper holding Pooper. Are you the baby? (laughs) She's amazing. Are you the the baby, huh? That was a fucking dope ass. Well, I have a segment. I mean, segue. Segue. Okay, let's do it. To talk about dreams, because we're talking about dreams. And we're here to talk about ghost encounters. I'm so interested. So, I lost my uncle in 2014. We were very, very close. He's actually the person that introduced me to punk rock throughout my whole life. So, I would like to, you know, acknowledge him for five seconds. Renee Flores is basically the native Los Angeles punk rocker friend that you wanted. Because they not only knew about music, but they knew about science and they knew about movies and they knew about just life in general. And they were just an awesome person to talk to and just be around. Like, you think that I'm a talkative person? Like, fuck no. Like, Renee Flores was the talkative person, you know, wanted to see what you were made of, why you were made of. You know, he was one of those people's. So, lost my uncle through um cancer pretty much got leukemia he stayed with us for one year had a bone marrow transplant from his brother it worked but like i said it only lasted a year he passed away i was big mess because it was almost like a false hope is at the time what i felt like um they promised us you know some more years with him he only lasted 12 months and it was like i got robbed how I felt I was really angry I was angry angry at everybody that was alive I didn't want anybody to be alive I thought it was not fair that people were alive and he wasn't it was a very crazy type of grief that I don't wish upon anybody because it's a very dark place to be I was very upset for I mean I'm still upset but at the time because it was so fresh I was upset probably Every single day crying, you know, unconsolable, pissed at people, telling people to fuck off. They don't want to talk to anybody. My friends would reach out to me. They don't want to deal with them. And I think I got to a point where I felt okay one day. It didn't feel like it went away, but I felt okay. I felt decent. Like, mm, I feel like normal a little bit. Like, I want to live today. Like, I want to eat today. I want to drink some water. It's I'm feeling kind of weird today. So I went to sleep that day. Went to bed. And I had a dream. The most lucid, craziest dream I've ever had. And I call it a dream just because this is the only thing that everybody else that is listening to can resonate with as a dream. But it was almost like a visit. And. 
then I, I was sleeping and I dreamt of a my childhood friend's house. It was their backyard. And it was a two-story house. Their house was not a two-story house, but it was a two-story house in my dream. And my uncle actually lived in a two-story apartment. So I guess that's kind of where with this kind of tied into my brain. And I'll never forget that everything looked like black construction paper. Hmm. And the buildings and the sky looked like crayons and like, I don't know, pastels, like charcoal, like that chalk that you draw on mm-hmm. with black paper and you kind of mush it around with your fingers. Pastel, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what the like the buildings look like. Everything was colorful, like pink and blues and greens. Mm-hmm. But it was just outlines of things, okay? Nothing was filled in, like cartoony. So I see my friend's um, house on fire. But it's like, I also know that my uncle's in there. It was really weird. I also knew that his stuff was in there, okay? In my dream, I obviously knew that he was not alive anymore. But I knew that his belongings were in this house. So what I did was ran into the house, grabbed all his stuff. I was like the flash from, you know, um, D.C. Like, I was just super fast person. Like, went upstairs, grabbed like a bunch of his stuff, ran back downstairs. I had a fucking mission. Mm -hmm. Put his stuff on the lawn. I probably made like three trips going into this building. And it looked like his his apartment every time I went. The last time that I ran up there to do like a sweep to make sure that I had everything out, it was a completely different room. This room was bright white room, okay? So the floor, the walls, everything is white. The ceiling, the floor is even like glowing, like almost like LED panels are like in the flooring and in the wall. It's just so white in there. And... There's some counter spaces, and there's, like, a few of my uncle's stuff up there, like, his shoes. I think there's, like, maybe some dishes or something. So I'm, like, looking around the room, and I look, and I see my uncle. Oh. And he's sitting in the middle of the room. He's, cross, he's cross-legged, and he's, you know, wearing, like, just a chill outfit that he, I would just see him, like, on a Sunday. And he's, like, come sit with me. So I'm, like, okay. So I go, and I'm not, I'm not feeling emotional. I'm just feeling what's happening you know like i'm confused so we sit together and i can feel his knees on my knees our knees are pressed together i could feel the warmness of the cartilage from his knees i could feel the hair on his knees like i can see his skin i can see his eyes his eyelashes i can see him he's right in front of me so we start talking he starts conversing with me telling me he he's proud of me and that he's happy that I kept his dog. And what felt like a four-hour conversation was really like five seconds. Like, it was so crazy. I can't even tell you the time management that was happening. So he's telling me I got to go. He's like, I got to leave. And I'm telling him, I don't want you to leave. He says, I got to go. But I'm always going to be with you. Hmm. Like, one of those moments, right? And you're just like, what? He's like, I'm always going to be here. So as we hug, he melts into my body. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. He melts into my chest. And I wake up. But this is the craziest feeling, is that I felt the heat when he was melting into my body. I felt the heat into my chest. Like he was gathering his energy into the middle of my chest. And then I woke up. But from this, I didn't just wake up. Like I felt like I was being pushed through like, a white portal hole 
as I'm waking up, but I was screaming the whole time. So it's almost like, I don't know, if you can, if you can even think this, like being launched from something and you're like screaming because you're being launched. I get it. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was sitting and I went through like a vortex. I don't fucking even know what the fuck it was. It was like, it was this crazy white vortex. It was a, in a second. And I was like back in my body. It's so almost, it's almost like when you like fall when you're asleep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When you like twitch and you fall when you're asleep, that's exactly how it felt. And I was back in my body. I woke myself up screaming. Oh, wow. My husband grabs me and is like, what is, are you okay? What is wrong? And I'm mumbling, I'm crying, I'm telling him that this just happened right now. I just saw Renee, just saw my uncle. He came to me, he said his thank yous, and he told me how to go. This is six months after he passed away. And I, since the day he passed away, I was wishing and hoping he would come and visit me. Because I do believe in that. I do believe in mm-hmm. that you can yeah. come through and at least give a message something yeah. that you're okay and you're on the other side now and just let me know. don't worry don't worry about me no more you know it's okay so, and that's pretty much what he did you know so i just want to share that because that was the most craziest experience from the other side that, that, was, I, that i've ever had as an adult so good how old were you this happened in 2014, so I wasn't even pregnant with Maverick yet. I got pregnant with my second son in 2015. So this was six months after he died. He died in, oh, you know what? No, this wasn't 2015. So he died in 2014 in November, and I had it six months. So about halfway into 2015 is when I had this dream. Wow. Oh, wow. So good. It was crazy. Yeah. I still, rem- I can close my eyes and, like, remember. It's one of those dreams. That's amazing, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? That actually, um, well, th- first of all, thank you for sharing and yeah. uh, sorry for your loss. Very personal. Thank you. you, know? thank you. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd l- I mean, it was in my personal experience, but it's my mom's. Um, so in the last episode, I mentioned that my grandmother died in a fire when she was really young. Mm-hmm. And um, so my mom, she, you know, that's her mom. Yeah. <laughs> so she went through this, this whole traumatic experience, obviously. And, um, there was one time where she told me she had a dream about my grandma. Same thing. She's like very lucid. She was talking to her mom. And, oh my God. Um, I guess when she was talking to my mom, she was only looking at her from one side. Oh, yeah. And my mom's like, Mom, why won't you look at me? You know, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, mija, that's my, you know, that's the, the side of my face I was burned. Whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. she was just like. She's like, no, like, she's like, oh, well, I have to go. I just want to let you know that I'm okay. You're going to be okay. Same, always with you. Yes. And she's like, no, but don't go, right? And then all of a sudden she wakes up. But my mom told me the same story. Like, I felt like she came to say goodbye. But yeah. to also say that she's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. It is it a is. thing. It, and if you don't have, if you don't get that visit, it does not mean that. They did not come through yeah. and say goodbye. I think sometimes some people forget their dreams and that's not their fault. Yeah, totally. You know, and I also feel like a lot of people have, they want it, but they still have that doubt. Mm-hmm. And that doubt is what blocks it. Is what blocks it. There's just yeah. so many levels. When you said he melted in your arms, oh my God, I had tears fall down my face oh. over here. You can't see me and we're in the dark. But because I had a dream, well, actually, I don't even know if it was a dream, to be honest. 
about like my nephew very lucid. again. Honestly, you guys, it. I don't think I've talked about it on here yet. I'm not sure, but I'll make it quick. So my, you guys know when you got to pee as a kid, you run down that hallway real quick and you run back because it's dark and you get scared, right? So in my sister's old house, um, she had a very long hallway. And I had to pee in the middle of the night. We were staying there for a while because, you know, it just happened or whatever. And I ran down the hallway because I didn't want to turn on the lights because then it would be too bright for everybody. And I'm sleeping in the living room by myself. And I run down the hallway, go pee, and I run back. I literally stopped in my tracks at the end of the hallway because I saw him sitting on the floor looking at this. um, He was on a soccer team. And the soccer team made, like, a memorial big frame for for my sister of his jersey and, like, um, you know, team pictures and stuff like that. Just, like, mm-hmm. a little memorial thing. And she hadn't hung – she didn't hang it up yet. It was still up against the wall. And he was sitting down looking – just staring at it. And I stopped in my tracks because I was like, what the fuck? Totally. And I'm thinking – and I'm looking around, like, am I awake or am I asleep? You're, yeah, totally. And all – and then – I went, and he heard me, so he looked over at me, and I wasn't scared. I wasn't. I just felt like, oh, my God, it was all a nightmare. Like, he's not gone, you know? Yeah. And he looked at me, and he's like, and he jumped up, and he ran to me, and I and I went to, and he, like, jumped at me to hug me, and he just, like, disintegrated into my arms you know and that's why when you said your uncle melted in yours it like brought back all these, that feeling that feeling and it was just weird because i went to hug him so tight but he was gone you were like just but hugging yourself had, all tight we i hugged myself so mm-hmm. tight and it was just that energy and we, we, like, made eye contact while he was looking at me. We smiled at each other for the last time. Like, it was just crazy. But till this day, I don't remember, like, quote-unquote, waking up. I remember him disintegrating my arms, like, just disappearing like a mist, kind of. It sounds like, mm-hmm. you know, a movie, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's how it felt. And then I was like, oh. And again, I looked around like, wait, What? Yeah, totally. And I just walked through the hallway, the rest of the hallway, walked to the couch, I laid down, and I just laid there until I fell asleep. I don't remember, like, waking up. From it. It might have just been a dream and you were sleepwalking or... I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah. Or we've Kat, all... Cat had... Some, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can bleep or beep this out later, but Cat's pretty gifted. You know, so I wouldn't doubt if that is what happened, that you did see sensitive. him. Are you mm. sensitive? Very, yeah. 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 So, I mean, Kat's pretty woke. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that that is, it's a gift and not a gift. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, blessing and a curse. It's a blessing and a curse, sure. 100%. It's, yeah. you're sensitive to things that you don't understand why you're sensitive to them. I mean, and why you're being drawn to them sometimes. A hundred percent. Girl, yeah. I've been experiencing new things lately, like where I leveling up. I like um, how we were saying. You know? <laughs> leveling. Leveling. <laughs> leveling <I> up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. There'll be days where I'm like fine and then I, I feel other people's energies that aren't even near me. Yeah. And I'll just 
be like, and I'll just shut down completely, and I'll be like, uh oh, something's yeah. wrong. You're like it's happening. It's happening mm-hmm. again. Like, and, but it just started happening not that long ago, so I'm still kind of getting used to it. So is she? Because she has to deal with me with my emotions. Not dealing with you, I'm happy to well, be here. Well, I mean, for it's you. it it is a little bit crazy because I'll be fine, and then all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, I want to start bawling right now because I'm feeling somebody's sadness. Or I feel very enraged because I'm feeling somebody's anger. Like, it's just a weird thing that I've never been through before. But I've gotten confirmation that it's just a form of um, a leveling up, if Probably. that's what we've been saying. Yeah, but it's, it's about your gifts and stuff. And, yeah. I mean, for the record, when you're going through these things, like, I'm always here for you. So, like, I know. Do, Thank do, you. do you, girl? You know, I'm sure it could um, be a little bit weird sometimes, though. It's not because she's I probably re- like, What the fuck? What's wrong? Why are you crying? <laughs> you know, breaks out the spaghettios. <laughs> what I do? So yeah. No, is it because I got the spaghettios at the swap meet? <laughs> <laughs> I got no. the spaghettios. Spaghettios. <laughs> the get. Wait, get. The how do you say get? The spaghettios. <laughs> the spaghettios. Yeah. I got the spaghettios again. Eat pretty good, huh? <laughs> No, no, but there was one time, and it trips me out, because there was one time where I think I was getting a little stressed out, but I didn't want to tell Kat, because I didn't want to ruin things, you know, we're having dinner or whatever, and I'm just like, mm. you know, just like, fuck, but like, trying to hide it. Yeah. She's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, I was like, girl. What's up? Did you forget that I have a new superpower now? <laughs> <laughs> did you forget that I'm an X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> And Professor she's like, oh, man. Yeah. Professor Chaos. And she's yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's funny K, because she man. was doing a pretty good job at hiding it, you know, but I just, just felt, trying. But I felt it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was just weird. No. It's weird. I it was just work shit, you know, and I'm like, this is irrelevant. I need to get over this, whatever. Yeah. It's just work shit. Yeah. And I was like, ah, trying to brush it off. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, fuck. Like, she knows. <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows. <laughs> I can't hide anything from her. <laughs> no, that's, that's, um, that's part of just being a witch, bitch. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the day, it's just part of our energy that we've a, a seriously. It is, you know, and you don't have to call yourself a witch. You can call yourself what the fuck ever you want to call yourself. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're a fucking witch. You're a fucking witch. <laughs> and it's from, you know, your it's a generational curse. Uh, that we have. But you know what? And then being born in Halloween, I'm sure. Oh, that is a fucking hat. Help well, at yeah. all. Yeah, it is generational, though, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Hey, the other day, I posted this meme of this, like, hot-ass witch. And, <laughs> like, you? yeah, it's, like, hot-ass, like, witch cartoon. And then in the middle, there's, like, a pentagram and, like, this dude laying in the middle. Yes. And it's, like, my hot-ass witch and me doing whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, that's you know, 100%. I mean, there is, there's there's people know. out there that are ready to be submissive to our <laughs> Whatever you want, cause. <laughs> You know, whatever you need, baby. You need me to be a frog? I'm your frog. I am supportive as fuck. (laughs) Will you be a baguette? Oh, yeah. I'll be whatever you want. You gonna eat it? (laughs) You gonna eat it? I'll be the baguette, okay? (laughs) We do this. Oh, my God. Man. What else you got? I know you got more, girl. Um, Okay. I do have more. Let's do it. Okay. So, I, um, my real biological father that donated sperm to create me got it he would take me to my aunt's pretty much every weekend that it was supposed to be his weekend 
Right. We all have that dad. I know you guys are all laughing and <laughs> chuckling out there because you're like, oh, my God, me too. <laughs> so my dad would take me to my aunt's on the weekend. And I hung out with my cousins. And this is in El Sarino. If you have <laughs> been or you know where that's at, it's in the hood. Let me just tell you. Okay? <laughs> it's a little part of L.A. Really tiny. I don't even want to say it's a city. I feel like it's a town because it is very small. Have you guys been to El Sarino? Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds familiar. Just small. Mm-hmm. It's really it is small. small. It's just small. It's super yeah. small. So, um, let's see. Where do I start this? My dad dropped me off for the weekend. Hang out with my cousins. I have three cousins, two girl cousins, one cousin that's a little bit older than me, one cousin that's a little bit younger than me, and then we had one male cousin. Had a bunch, you know, a lot of fun. My aunt owned an ice cream truck. You guys already Ooh. could fantasize about that. Fuck Being a yeah. child in the ghetto, <laughs> ice cream truck. Jenny from the block, hey. give it to me, okay? Cavities, hello. My name's Samantha. Anyway, you don't forget where you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You don't forget where I'm from. I'm from Jenny from the block, okay? So my aunt, um, I am fooled. <laughs> well, the rocks that you got, I was fooled. <laughs> hey, they, those rocks looked real though. They I was did. fooled. I got them with the Bellinos and the fucking (laughs) Bellerios. Hey, the only rocks I saw is that rocky road. (laughs) That's the only fucking rocks that I can afford, okay? Oh, my God. Chocolate. Just kidding. We got some stones (laughs) and crystals. We got a few, uh, you know, Cerusti crystals over here. They shine pretty good. I don't know. So, (laughs) my aunt was um, a constant hustler, as you will. One of those bitches that were just always hustling. She had her ice cream. And after um, 7 o'clock, she would come home, make us dinner. And then she would jump on her food truck. What? Yes. Damn. This bitch had two trucks. She didn't fuck around. She was feeding the neighborhood. That's right. Making money wow. off of it. So she would get up early in the morning, do her ice cream truck route. Of course, be there for all the kids getting out of school. The whole neighborhood knew her. And then she would come home, make us dinner, and then jump in her um, food truck and then go and do the 7 to, like, 2 a.m. She's her own boss. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So sometimes we would be, quote, unquote, left alone, you know, for late nights. We would lock up the house, and my grandpa was there, but he was, like, let's say 120 years old at this point, and he's sleeping, you know. Grandpa, what's grandpa going to do? Nothing. Grandpa's just chilling. Yeah. He's just sleeping. If anything, we got to protect Grandpa, right, at this yeah. point. So my aunt's out, and she's doing her thing. It's El Sereno. If you guys know, if you guys are from the hood, everybody's awake. Your neighborhood, your neighborhood's usually awake. Like, your neighbors, they're chilling maybe on their porch, maybe having a beer. They're just talking about their day. That you can is, just hear the city. Totally. You can hear yeah. the city. You can hear the dogs barking, the gates closing, the fucking huda, fucking police, fucking sirens going. You hear all that shit. Damn, I feel like I'm there. I know, man. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> and when I slept over my cousin's house, we would share a bed. So it was three girls to a bed. And then my cousin, my boy cousin, he had his own little, like, attic room. Okay? And the stairs were seriously, like, fucking 12 inches, these oh, stairs. No. Like, each stair. Like, it was one of those, you know... You had to go up sideways and shit? Exactly. You had to go Dang. up sideways. And you couldn't run down the stairs because you would die if you ran Fuck. down the stairs. And he slept up there? And he slept up there. Yikes. So, one night, it was very, very late. 
And we always locked the whole house up, like I said. And I was sleeping with my cousins. And I was probably, I want to say maybe in the middle of the bed or maybe towards the wall. Because that's really where I like to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I heard the doorknob of our of the front house jiggling like you know and then you know keep on jiggling until the locked open in my head i'm assuming it's my aunt and uncle they're coming home late this is this is about the time they came home and then i would fall asleep because i would feel safe of course because they're home so for some reason i felt like maybe i should put the sheet on my face so i grabbed the sheet put it on my face right and I don't know, maybe I felt it. Maybe I felt the energy. Maybe the energy was different. I was scared is all I knew. Okay. I felt uncomfortable is the best way that I could say it. I did not feel comfort like my aunt and uncle were walking in the house. I felt uncomfortable. So here's somebody walk in the house. They oh. walk in our room. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm getting the chills. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, get the chills, baby, because this is the uh. chilly story. <laughs> so I have the, the sheet on my face, and it's a white sheet, right? And, and I don't know if you have ever felt maybe somebody staring at you when you're sleeping. Yeah. Or just really, like, close to you oh when my you're God, sleeping. Oh, my God, what? Yeah. So I felt like somebody was, like, looking at me when Ugh. I was sleeping Ooh. and I can hear them walk through our room and the room's really small it's not a big room and then I hear them go upstairs into my cousin's room <gasps> oh no the attic into the attic the the room that we slept in was connected so like we're in this room right now so this door was not here it would just be stairs okay that's how close our bed was to seeing the stairs got it okay so we're pretty much all together like all the kids are together in one area so there was a fire we'd be fucked. But yeah. this, this was a ghost, not a fire. So I hear this, this thing, this being, walking up the stairs. They go up. They're hanging up out there for a little bit. And then they walk back downstairs. They leave the room. And then they walk out the front door. And I hear the front door shut. What? Yes. Yes. Fuck, I got chills again. I want to say I was seven. And it definitely wasn't a person. Right? It was yeah. not a person. I thought this was a home invasion thing. Yeah. This was not. I hope. I, I wish. It was a no frogger or nothing. It was a not person. Oh, no. Is what was happening. This was a creature from the beyond. And how do you know this? This is how I know this. Yes. So, I, we sl- we're sleeping. I'm feeling this energy is not here anymore. I'm, I'm finally asleep as a child. Wake up. Morning time. My aunt, she wakes. She would wake up like at five in the morning, cooking and cleaning, getting breakfast ready for us because she's about to be out on her route at eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I overhear them talking, and I don't know Spanish, by the way. Like I know Spanish. Like I know if you're talking shit about me or ordering <laughs> a taco yeah. or like you're asking me where the fuck the bathroom is. Same. I know that. Okay, me too. Spanish. Okay? When we're talking scary encounters, that might be different. Yes. All right. And I hear her talking to the neighbors, not even to my other uncle. She's outside talking to the neighbors. And the neighbors asked her, did you guys have a, like a wedding or something yesterday? And my aunt says, no, we were, me and my husband were working last night. He says, are you sure you guys didn't have a wedding? You guys didn't have 
like a person in a like a bride dress like what coming to your house and this is two people asking my hand this isn't just this isn't just one drunk person okay you guys don't think that this is just some borracho yeah in the middle of the night well, when it's this two is different two people, people yeah. okay they're asking my aunt seriously they're like you did not have somebody walk into your house in a white dress in a white wedding dress and my aunt says no and they said last night at like 2 30 2 40 in the morning we saw somebody walk into your house they were wearing a white dress we thought that maybe you had a party or something and that they were coming home my aunt says, no, nobody was home. My, my kids were home sleeping. They said, somebody walked into your house last night. Oh, my God. Ew. Yeah. So some entity or something came to check up on us. They didn't hurt us, but they definitely watched us sleep that night. I don't know what they were looking for, who they were looking for. They didn't, like I said, they didn't hurt us. They walked out. The house, maybe they realized that maybe this wasn't their house anymore. I don't know. What if it was a real person? They had just died or something. I think, I don't think it was, I think it was a spirit. Really? That was just maybe lost, maybe looking for something. Maybe they used to live there. I don't know. I really think it was a spirit though. Because I felt something look at me. Like like I said, this was a white sheet that I had on my face. So, yeah. the, you know, and white sheets are very clear. Usually you can see through them if there's a little bit of light. Yeah. And like I said, this was wow. a house that was in the ghetto. So there's a lot of street lights and shit around everywhere, you know. And I want to say there was a very prominent light that would shine through my cousin's room. So that's why we were, you know, would close the blinds yeah. and just kind of put the blanket on our face to go to sleep. And that was one of those times where I'm just like, I'm just going to put this blanket on my face. And, yeah, no, I felt somebody definitely. Whoa. Plus also it being dark and then him going upstairs on a Hearing stairs them. that you had to go si- mm-hmm. like sideways on. Okay, next question. Did your cousins hear or see? They did, but don't, didn't want to admit it. Mm. They were they more. Were scared. Yes, they were very scared. They did feel it, though. And did you tell your. your um, my tia? Tia. Yeah. Yeah. I did. What'd she say? She just was, I mean, wh- yeah. What do, you, what do you say to that? You're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool story, bro. Like one of those moments, like, well, either you believe them or you don't, you know, it, there's it, no way to prove it now. There's no way to prove it. Um, it was very scary. What scared me more is that the neighbors were very yeah. concerned. That's yeah. what fucking scared me. Oh, that that's the nail in the coffin right there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because it's not just you and your experience of possibly being lucid, right? As mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But the neighbors, and not just one, two. Two neighbors. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay, yeah. She's muscles, first yeah. of all. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's scary is like, imagine them just sitting there and watching somebody walk. Fuck no. In a white dress, like. Up, to the pad. up to the, the long ass driveway that they had that driveway could have fit three cars oh, fuck. you know so it's one of those long like in a hill because everything's in a hill in la Damn. you know and wow you know so for them to be like watching this fucking ghost ass bitch like walk in the house <laughs> then walk out and then what she just walked down the street like where the fuck she go first of all can we name this episode ghost, this ghost ass, ass bitch, bitch? <laughs> That is the name of this There's episode. There's so too. many different so. things. I, I kind of like that one. I don't know. Ghost ass bitch. I'm down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Ghost ass bitch. 
Holy shit. And, yeah, that is one of the, I want to say the most, like from my childhood, probably intense encounters that I had as young. You know, like yeah. being sensitive doesn't help. You no. sleep to presence coming through the room like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think at that age, I was like, wow, I think maybe there's something wrong with me. Like, yeah. why am I feeling this? And nobody else is. My cousins were like sleeping, but yeah. not asleep. Like they were like, I felt like somebody was in the room too, but I just thought it was my mom. And then they just brush it off. And I'm like, no, bitch. This person was like breathing on us, like looking oh. at us while we're sleeping. And then they went up to my cousin's room. Why? And then came back down. It's like they were looking for something. Yeah. That's the best way I can say it. And I do believe that there are sometimes spirits that don't know what's happening. They don't know. Where are they going? Where am I going to go? Where do I go now? What do I do? There's no handbook like in Beetlejuice. Yeah. We would all like to hope that that's how it goes, but I don't think so. You got to find people like you that are sensitive that can possibly help totally that's, that's another thing totally all the parental advice we get you gave earlier another thing if you know that there's gifts in your family don't that be are generational don't be ignorant to them. don't be ignorant no. Pass and it if on. your kids say mom i just saw this or i just saw that don't dismiss it. Don't yeah. dismiss it. Believe don't them. don't make them think that something is wrong with them. If your wife or your husband tells oh, you, oh hell no, I saw some shit. You better fucking believe it. Yeah. Or if put your them wife in the or your husband asylum. sees aliens or some yeah. shit, I saw alien. Okay, recently, what? right now on the freeway. Her name is Cat. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I'm like, I saw me, alien baby. right now. I'm looking at her, baby. <laughs> She's cool, out right? of this world. <laughs> So is that is. <laughs> no, we Uh-oh. really, me and my husband on the um, 210 freeway by Pasadena. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, not Pasadena. Recently? Ballin Park. This was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. In by Orlandale, exactly. In that in that vicinity area. I know I'm not saying that right. Vicinity. In that area. Felicity. In that area on the freeway, there isn't a lot of light. So I don't think that anybody would like believe me if I told them the story, but yeah. there was definitely something that me and my husband thought in for f- like a second. We were like, that was a motorcyclist. What? But the way that this thing passed us by, there's no way somebody can fit between the divider and a car to pass us by like the way it did without Wait. not like causing a huge accident what yeah it definitely can't be a drone it right? was on it the was freaking freeway with we, you we thought it was a drone too we were like maybe it's a drone but the only reason why i know that this was not a drone is because i saw it with my own eyes my husband saw something different because he was driving yeah and i was passenger so he's driving he's looking at the road and i'm passenger and i'm looking at my husband talking because, you know, when you're in a car and you're a passenger, mm-hmm. you're not just staring at the front of the window. You're looking at the person that's talking. So my husband says, what's that? And by the time I said, what are you talking about? This thing, like, passed us by. So it happened mm-hmm. that quick. So what is that, like, three seconds of talking? That's how, happened, that's how fast this thing happened. But not only how fast this thing happened... Mm-hmm. I tripped out after I told the story multiple times is how did I see this figure if it was passing us by so fast? How was I able to see the shape and the color of it? I don't understand that. (laughs) 
that's what I couldn't wrap my head around. Huh. It's fucking Teslas. <laughs> it's the fucking Teslas, bro. Dude. They're just super fast. It was the sound that came into the car was like what you would hear in a jet like a with no engine. No vibration. No. That was a scary part. Oh fuck. That was a scary part. It's because I am familiar with bikes, motorcycles, loud ones, Harley Davidsons, really thunder sounding ones. I am very familiar so with no them. So no sound barrier shit. What? It broke the sound sound barrier is what it sounded like in the car. That's what it sounded like. That's what was scary to me and my husband. Not only me and my husband experienced this, but my also my son. So my six year old is in a car seat in the back. And this happened, and he was even startled and was like, what the fuck is happening? What? Well, what it felt like in that moment is that we were getting in a car accident. That's what, what? I thought was happening. Oh, <laughs> You're <man>. like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's really what I thought was happening because when my husband said, what's that? What I saw when I was looking at his window is something coming towards us, and like from the divider. So I'm thinking, you know, normal human brain is thinking something's flying at us, maybe a car part, maybe a, a hood of a car, maybe a oh, yeah, yeah. kind of right? something yeah. is flying at us. Mm -hmm. But instead of hitting us, it never hit us. It just zoomed by us. Well, I'm getting all like emotional for whatever reason. It was very scary. <laughs> it was very, very scary. I'm not going to lie. It was my even my husband like for damn half a day he was like it could have been this and it could have been that and i had to be trying like to debunk yeah trying to debunk it and he is a very very science logical guy. yes yes 100 yeah. did he, he finally in science. admit he finally admitted it yes he was like i don't know what it is i can't say what it is or what it could have been what it could have been but if anything it was probably like alien like for Whoa. sure yeah so now's the time now is the time it was a like um triangle shape oh, that flew next heaven. to me and the only reason i couldn't see the bottom of it is because the window was covering the rest of it but it was like a silver like a very bright silver it was it was like fast and furious baby like, like we've seen Diesel the Vin Diesel movies <laughs> her family we are paul motherfucking walker and this bitch kind of hoping it was michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> oh she's dope <laughs> man she's dope too. yes call yes. me dude that's crazy dude. <laughs> it was very crazy it zoomed past us, and what was crazy is when we both turned around to see where it went, nobody was reacting. None of the traffic was reacting. Like, wow. It was like it never happened. It was crazy. Like, we blinked, and it just, like, disappeared. Like, either it shot up into space, or it went through, like, a portal. It did what it does best. Wow. It just did what it did. Ridiculous. That was fucking amazing. Dude, we went... We went all over town. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> we did. That was we so did. good. That was fun. Literally all over town. Did we just become best friends? I think, I think we so. did. Seriously. We did. I am. And you know what? Actually, Mar, my best our best friend, loves you already. You've met her before at a Ruka yes. show. Yes, I have. So she does love you. So I think she'll approve, right, Mar? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm poking her eyeballs out as we speak. Just no. Dude, Sexy. but no, this has been... So much fucking fun. Definitely. So much fun. Dude, we fucking bullshitted for like two hours before we even started this podcast. And we don't mm -hmm. do that often. Oh. So the vibe is real. Okay. I love um, that. Yeah. We don't do that often. We kind of just get into it and we're done. Okay. Bye. You yeah. know, like. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah. I've seriously Dude. had so much fun. Yeah. What a great Friday night. <laughs> of course. No, I could not. You know, I did have a gig tonight. And like I was telling you guys that it got 
it was just too far. So I was, I can't do it. But yeah, this was worth it. Like so worth it. Like I'm glad that we ended up coming together. Yeah, we conversed. We spoke. Yes, we matched up our energies. Yes, we are understanding each other's levels, and I love that. It's beautiful. Yes, and we totally feel you um, on every level. And I really hope that you come by again. What are you looking at, Pooper? Yeah, Pooper's, Pooper's trying to buttons. trying to press the buttons right now. That's a button <laughs> Pooper pressed right now. Pooper's laughing. Ew, that sounds scary. Oh, I like she, it. Oh. She didn't like it. She's trying to. She's trying to change it. <laughs> trying to do the one twos right here. All right, all right, Pooper, that's enough. All right, Pooper, calm down. <laughs> I love you, Pooper. Oh, Pooper, don't die, dude. She almost just fell off the table, you guys. It's because of her flush. Simmer it, down, Pooper. Lay like down. It was like a Lion King moment. <laughs> All right, you guys. (laughs) I love it. Anyways, that was a good fucking time. Thank you so much for making time. Of course, anytime you guys want me. Thank you for sharing your stories. They were pretty personal, so we appreciate you even being willing to share that. I am one of those hoes that are just be like, (laughs) you want to know about life? I'll tell you about life. Yeah, you You gave some good-ass life lessons. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys even conjuring me up here, like definitely <laughs> even thinking of me to come oh, and speak yeah. on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to be summoning you a lot more often. Oh yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Salty Cove is one of my favorite local punk bands around. That's true. I'm not kidding. I say it all the time. Yeah. I told you I'm, I'm a fan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody listening, we are going to be covering a Spice Girl song soon. So be on the lookout. Yes. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, of course. Thank you. Until next time. All right. Goodbye. We want to thank you for tuning in to our recent Scary Encounter with Hazy Chaos. We hope you enjoyed it. If you are not an artist or musician but would like to share a scary encounter you've experienced, please contact us via email at hazy.chaos at yahoo.com for a chance to be featured on one of our close-to-home episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.